I developed colon cancer when I was 39 years old. For some time in the past, I would often feel fatigue. My stomach and intestines were also very uncomfortable and I had no appetite for food. Later, I went to the hospital for a checkup. When my colon cancer was discovered, it had already progressed to a more advanced stage. Surgery was needed to remove the tumor and the affected part of the colon. This surgery is often called a colectomy and is a relatively common form of treatment. Upon hearing the news, my family and I felt very scared and upset. I had always felt that I was still young and had a lot to do. But now it was defeated by a disease. I was very afraid that something might happen during the surgery or that the recovery process after the surgery would be painful. My family is not exactly wealthy. This makes me feel extra anxious and stressed. I was worried that the cost of the surgery would put my family in financial difficulty. However, my family encouraged me to stay positive and told me that they would be there for me no matter what happened. This gave me a great sense of warmth and comfort. I still felt scared and uncomfortable. I also knew that the only way to beat cancer was to go through surgery. I decided to stay optimistic and strong and face this challenge together with my doctors and family. The doctor decided to perform the removal surgery in a week. I sat in the operating room and felt extremely nervous. Everything in front of my eyes seemed extraordinarily clear, and every instrument and every doctor's movement was clearly visible to me. It was my first time to undergo surgery, and although I had done various tests and preparations before, I still felt a little worried and scared at this time. I couldn't help but imagine the surgery and wonder what I was going to face. After waiting for a while, the doctors began to prepare for the surgery. They implanted a catheter so that I could breathe pure oxygen. I felt myself becoming more relaxed. But at the same time, I felt weaker. Then the doctors began to give me anesthetic drugs. I felt my body gradually become heavy and my vision became blurred. Finally, I realized that I had fallen into a coma. I suddenly felt as if my body was floating up from the bed. I saw the doctors and nurses were busy. My body gradually rose and eventually floated in the corner of the operating room. I felt very eerie and curious. I saw my own body and my familiar face, but it no longer belonged to me. I had become a transparent observer. Suddenly, I appeared in a void again. There was nothing around me, just me and other souls floating in this space. Those souls all looked very small, without any form or entity. But I could feel their presence, feel their emotions and thoughts. We did not talk to each other, but it seemed that we could understand each other. In this space, I felt a wonderful sense of peace and calmness that I had never experienced before. Suddenly, I thought of my daughter. When I was diagnosed with colon cancer, I was well aware of the risks I was facing. I didn't want to worry my daughter, 
and I knew she would be very upset and scared if I told her. Therefore, I did not break the news to her. The day before the surgery, I dropped my daughter off at school. I deliberately kept calm and told her that I was a little tired and needed to go home to rest. She asked me with some concern if I was sick, and I smiled and said I was just a little tired. My biggest wish now was to see my daughter. So I closed my eyes and focused on my wish. After I reopened my eyes, I found myself in the place where my daughter was. My daughter didn't see me because she couldn't sense my presence. I saw that she was wearing a long floral dress and was sitting in her classroom drawing. She was sharpening her pencil with a knife, but she accidentally cut her right index finger. I wanted to reach over and comfort her, but I knew I couldn't interact with her. All I could do was watch her. Hoping she would feel my presence and know that I was there for her, watching over her. Suddenly, I saw some lights flickering in the distance. These lights grew brighter and brighter. Eventually, a huge door formed and I felt a strong suction suck me toward that door. As I passed through the door, I found myself in a completely different place. This place had no gravity and no time. Everything was so mysterious and beautiful. A crystal clear river flowed through the mountains. All kinds of beautiful flowers and trees were growing on the riverbank. The sun was warm and comfortable, without any flaws. I felt my body was light and free, as if I could fly. Everything around me exuded harmony and calmness. Every object seems to have a soul with its own unique charm and energy. There is no pain or distress here, only infinite love and happiness. I felt I had merged into this beautiful world. It was a feeling I had never experienced before, and I was deeply intoxicated by it. I came to a garden. In the garden, I saw a woman wearing a white dress. Her back was turned toward me, and she was watering the flowers. The moment she turned around, I almost screamed out. She was my grandmother. She smiled at me and handed me the watering can, gesturing for me to help water the flowers as well. I picked up the watering can and watered the flowers along the flower bed. In this wonderful atmosphere, my grandmother and I talked to each other about our lives. I felt her deep love for me and told her that I had been thinking of her. My grandmother told me that she was always there for me. In this garden I felt an endless peace and tranquility. My interaction with my grandmother also made me feel a deep sense of care and affection. My grandmother asked me, would you like to meet your grandfather? I asked expectantly, is he here, too? My grandmother smiled and nodded her head. My grandmother and I slowly walked deeper into the garden and saw my grandfather busy in the kitchen from a distance. Grandma smiled and walked over to grandfather, patted him on the shoulder, and then pointed to me. Grandfather looked back and saw me. His eyes were full of love. Little one, you're here. 
Grandfather put down the cooking utensils in his hands and came over to me and gave me a hug. I could smell the distinctive smell of my grandfather, who always smelled faintly of tobacco, which made me feel very close. Grandma smiled and said, let's eat together for lunch today. During the meal, my grandfather and I talked about my childhood. I was stealing strawberries from the garden when I was a child and he caught me. Grandma chimed in, saying that I had a very cute expression on my face at the time. My eyes were big and my mouth was stuffed with strawberries. I couldn't help but laugh along with them as I listened to their words. The laughter of my grandfather and grandmother was so harmonious that it seemed to dissolve all my inner turmoil and confusion. Their stories made me feel the warmth of home and the power of family love, and made me feel as if all my worries were far away from me. Just like that, I spent a wonderful afternoon with my grandparents, sharing good food and happiness together. Whenever I think back to that afternoon, my heart is always filled with happiness and gratitude. My grandfather looked at me and gently said, Son, it's time for you to go back. Your daughter needs you. I nodded my head, knowing that the real world was calling me back. Grandma walked me to the door, took my hand and said, Remember, we will be here for you, waiting for you to come back to us again. I nodded my head and felt my eyes get a little wet. I really didn't want to leave, but I also knew that I had to get back to real life and take care of my daughter. I said goodbye to my grandfather and grandmother and walked out the garden gate. I turned to look at them and felt a strong wave of emotion well up from my heart. I knew that this was only a temporary parting. I would return to heaven and be with my grandfather and grandmother again. I had a strange feeling. It was as if a strong force was pulling at my soul. As time went on, this feeling became stronger. My soul began to tremble. It was as if the whole world was exerting a tremendous pressure on me. I began to feel fearful that my soul would not succeed in returning to my body. Just at that moment, I heard a girl's voice. It was the voice of my daughter. I began to focus on that voice and felt it so warm and reassuring. It was as if it was telling me that everything was going to be okay. As time went on, my body slowly began to recover and I could feel my fingers and toes begin to feel. My eyelids also gradually became lighter and I was finally able to keep them open. My vision gradually cleared up and I could see doctors and nurses surrounding me, all with smiles on their faces. I knew I had managed to get back into my body, and I felt more alive than ever. I thought of my daughter, and her smile came to mind. As I recuperated in the hospital for a few days, my daughter finally found out about my surgery. She decided to run to the hospital to see me. That afternoon, I was resting in bed when I suddenly heard the doorbell ring. When I opened the door, I was surprised to see my daughter. She came running toward me and hugged me tightly. I could feel her nervousness and worry. 
She told me that she felt angry that we had not told her earlier about my need for surgery. I told her that my decision was made out of concern for her and that I didn't want her to worry or have it interfere with her schooling. We sat on the bed and she started asking me a series of questions about my condition and the details of the surgery. I told her that I had had the surgery and that the doctor said everything went well. I explained the procedure and the follow-up treatment plan. She listened attentively and kept reassuring me that everything would be fine. When I held my daughter's right hand, I noticed a wound on her index finger, exactly the same as the scene I had seen in my dream earlier. I felt very nervous and shocked, and hurriedly asked her about the wound. My daughter was very confused. She thought it was just a very small wound and wondered why I was so nervous. My daughter told me that her wound was from sharpening a pencil with a knife. I was very surprised. I thought everything I had experienced before was from the anesthetic, but now I found out that all these experiences were real. I was so shocked. I didn't know what these experiences meant exactly. But I feel very lucky that I am back with my family. After this experience, I will appreciate my relationship with my family even more. My family is the most important person in my life. At important moments in life, only my family and God are the only people I can truly rely on and trust. They can give me the most sincere love and support. I will pay more attention to communication and exchange with my family. I hope to understand each other's thoughts and feelings more deeply. Experience the good times in life together. I have not told my daughter about this for now. I am worried that she will not be able to understand it for now. I just want to tell everyone now, heaven and God are real.